So, you are tuning in to another episode of TWT FM from the World Transformed in Brighton. Me and Freddie are on our brown couch. Have to be extra descriptive because yeah, this is an audio-only podcast. <laughs> um, and we're here with Chris Saltmarsh. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing good. I'm tired, but I think broadly good. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's saying that. Yeah. Like, uh, what's your, like, how are you combating tiredness? Are you going down the coffee route or yeah. sugar? The sleep route. Not many people have been taking that one. Sleep the route. <laughs> Is that an option? The sleep route, yeah, not an option for me. Um, I actually don't, I don't drink coffee, so I've, I've had a I had a cheeky rock star energy drink today. Oh, but the energy nice. drinks are available. Keep yourself going. Yeah. So you don't <laughs> drink coffee, but it's not a caffeine thing. It's just like it's a, a taste, taste thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't drink coffee. Okay. Either, yeah. I don't drink tea. You're actually either. outnumbered on the brown sofa. Man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you can get. I haven't actually tried them, but those cold brew coffees are supposed to be like no bitterness. No, oh, no, I can't, no, can't stand it. Well, well, well. Have, have you tried I, I, one? I like the disgusting, sickening taste of an energy drink. Okay. <laughs> that's my preference. Right, let's let's circle back to Labour for a Green New Deal, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is what Chris has come to talk about. So, yeah. Chris, tell us what you've been up to at TWT so far. Um, so, so far at TWT, uh, we've had the pleasure of hosting a really exciting session on the Saturday afternoon. So yesterday, uh, which was called Visioning a Green New Deal in Your Local Area. Mm-hmm. Um, Platform, the good people at Platform hosted a really good panel discussion, um, which really kind of set set the tone, um, really kind of insisted on the need for an internationalist Green New Deal, which is something we've also been arguing for in the campaign. And then um, myself and Adrian, who is another um, co-director of Labour for Green New Deal, did a good hour, hour and a quarter of basically facilitating the participants in the room, having a think about what a Green New Deal means for them, what it means on various themes, so kind of things like transport, finance, um, things like that, um, but then also what it meant for their, their local area. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was a really good, you know, I, you know, we've been speaking about the Green New Deal quite a lot since we launched the campaign six months ago, but it was really great to get some feedback on what it meant for other people as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we should deal with at the top as well, because mm. you, uh, the police tried to exclude you they from did. the Labour Party conference, <laughs> didn't yeah. they? Like, go on, give us yeah, the gossip. On, what, yeah, what the hell was all that about? Though? So yeah, the lowdown on this. Um, so <laughs> That's what the listeners want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, well, you know, you apply for your Labour conference pass, and most people kind of get it through a few weeks before, and they get it sent. And I was kind of chasing them, being like hey, how's this going? And they were like, oh, don't worry. We're just checking it on security. Um, we'll send it to you in a few days. And then like the t- two days before conference, I was like, any progress on this? I'm leaving mm. for conference tomorrow. And they were like, okay, don't worry. Come and pick it up at conference in the morning. And so I turn up at conference services um, and the very nice staffer um, was like, yeah, sorry, it's been rejected by, by the police. And I was like, any reason why? He's like, no, they just said no. So um, yeah, and so I... I um, kind of got in touch with um, with some lawyers who, who'd worked on that with Sam Knight, who was another guy who, who the same thing happened to the night before. And basically, um, yeah, they did a really good job of, of challenging the police on it. Um, obviously, so a couple of years ago, same thing happened to Michael Segalov and he took it all the way and that's set true, a legal yeah. precedent. And it was that precedent that's kind of allowing us to get these turned around quite quickly. Yeah. So what, what was the, I mean, just for the legal, yeah. legal nerds out there, mm-hmm. like what was the sort of precedent then? That, what was the argument used? that you were able to use? Yeah, so I think I think in 2017... Um, I mean, I, I feel kind of brutal asking that question because yeah. it's obvious that you should be allowed to yeah. do it. But on the other hand, I know that we 
live in a country where you basically have very few rights. So I think it was on the basis <laughs> of human rights um, right, okay. being breached around like expression and stuff. Um, the lawyers basically dealt with it. Um, yeah. did, did their magic. I had I, I had very little role to play other than giving them the facts of the situation. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, well, cool. you're more than welcome at TWT, <laughs> especially here at TWT FM. Yeah, um, they, the cops don't get to vet our interview. No. <laughs> and hope, hopefully they won't get to vet Labour Conference much longer. Absolutely. But I'm sure they're listening closely. <laughs> I hope so. It um, might learn something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so tell us about session organising and what mm. that consists of. How do you go about organising uh, panels at the festival? Yeah, so we we got in touch with by um, some of the organisers a few months ago. They were interested in us facilitating some Green New Deal sessions. Obviously, it's uh, it's an exciting thing for a lot of people in our movement. Um, and we yeah we've kind of really been pushing it into the mainstream. And so yeah, obviously you kind of start off with a conversation with the organisers of TWT as a whole, and you know they give a sense of what what they want out of it. Obviously, they have a kind of overarching sense of what they want out of the festival. And um, obviously, we also had a um, some ideas about what we you know what we thought would be good good things to kind of discuss and kind of bring to to participants and yeah and then you know when you're organizing a session really you know you want to you want to have you want to be clear like what are your aims in that session yeah. um, and so for us in, in the visioning session that we did yesterday we really wanted to give people the space to begin to think creatively about a green new deal and then channel that into the possibility of them organizing around that locally and then the session that i'm doing actually right after this building a radical climate movement um one of the core aims of that is um is yeah about getting people involved in climate organizing in the context of a general election and so then right. from those aims you kind of you know begin to develop okay so what are the what are the different sections activities you can do to draw that out um get people engaged get people thinking etc great so if people do want to get involved what's the like what's yeah. the easiest route in for them yeah so we've got we're, uh, we're across the social media so if you want to get in touch that way you're on facebook twitter uh, instagram searching labor for green new deals probably easiest and then we have a website which is labourgnd.uk uh, which has a kind of submissions form um, I think yeah we're really we've got about 20-25 local groups set up already we're in the process of setting up about 20 more but yeah we're really keen to have a kind of strong network of local groups across the country mm. so that's I think that's like certainly after conference going to be one of the most interesting ways to get involved because it equally. was the most submitted motion yeah. uh, it was uh, yeah. from like s how many different CLPs submitted it I think it's 128 that's wow. really impressive wow. like for a campaign it's been in six months exactly six months that's that's banging yeah so I think we're you know in a lot of ways we're one of the insurgent campaigns in labour and if you you know we really want people to get involved we're kind of experimenting with big organising strategies that's right. about getting as many people involved as possible so who do people contact if they're looking to set up a Labour for Green New Deal uh, in their local area what's the what's the process for going through that so if you just want to whack an email to info at labourgnd.uk um rosie liam and tilly are our excellent local group support right. team leads and they'll yeah. they'll be in touch and yeah, yeah. they'll give you all the kind of advice and training and stuff and if people, people are just uh, looking to turn up to the sessions what can they expect uh, what, what do you guys put on what do you organize yeah so we you know we'll generally give a lowdown of what the green new deal is our kind of perspective i think we have an, an interesting twist on it a particularly kind of socialist and internationalist mm. twist and then you know really the sessions we're running at twt we want it to be as interactive as possible so these are going to be opportunities for people to get into the, the nitty-gritty of the discussion hear what other people have to say feed that into kind of national thinking too yeah perfect so i guess i'd, I'd be interested to talk about the specifics of a green new deal mm. um so obviously uh, the New Economics Foundation almost pioneered this like 10 years ago, but it sort yeah. of went under the radar a little bit for a while. And then AOC in the United States has really brought this to the forefront, um, the political zeitgeist at the moment. Um, 
in terms of in in this country, the Labour Party likes to talk about a green industrial revolution. Mm. Um, in what ways does that differ from the the US model? And I'd like to know what why they've gone with the different name. Yeah, so my understanding is that they've gone with the Green Industrial Revolution because it polls better, um, which, you know, fair enough. But I think from our perspective, like the Green, this isn't just a kind of semantic framing thing. The the Green New Deal is a kind of more holistic idea. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think the thing that's really appealing about it is that when we're we're talking about the Green New Deal, we're talking about mobilizing really the entire economy Mm -hmm. towards both decarbonization, but also like economic justice and prosperity. I think the Green Industrial Revolution tends to, be a bit narrower a bit more of a focus on the energy industries in particular or harder kind of harder industry and you know they're they're incredibly important Mm. parts of a green new deal you know there will Mm. be a green industrial revolution as part of the green new deal that's part of our conference motion but ultimately it's about saying you know if you work in care education health etc that's also as important a part of the green new deal because the i mean the original new deal was a new social compact Mm. as well as a sort of industrial strategy mm. as well yeah. exactly and it, it yeah it was about unleashing kind of capital resource yeah. to really revitalize the entire economy and i think the real kind of the crux of the green new deal is it's not just let's do climate change plus economic justice framing it's about really recognizing that the kind of economic injustices and climate injustices that we experience are inextricably linked yeah. they can only be resolved with the same plan with the same mm. strategy it's about recognizing that capitalism and extraction and exploitation of you know work is that's the kind of the root they have the same root cause and yeah. so they need the same response yeah so that's interesting and obviously as you said it's really captured the the policy window in the UK mm. over the last six months, um, as you can see from 128 CLPs tabling that motion. Um, I'd like to talk a bit about, like, uh, in Europe, because we, we, we hear a lot about the United States and the mm. Green New Deal and AOC and Bernie Sanders and taking that forward. Um, in Europe, obviously, we had the European Spring Movement uh, that ran the elections in May mm. that wanted to put forward their own version of the Green New Deal. Um, do you see many sort of equivalent movements to yours in Europe? And have you made connections with anyone outside of the UK? Or is it very much focused at the moment on building the base that you have here? So most primar- the most, most of the organizing that we've done has been, um, has been in the UK. You yeah. know, that's, that's just kind of where we are. We, we, you know, we are in contact with, with various other organizations working on this internationally. You know, we're in touch with the Sunrise Movement in the US, which is pushing it there. And then in Europe, yeah, there's a kind of Green New Deal for Europe campaign um, which uh, we're also in touch with and kind of looking at what they're doing as well. I think slightly different approaches maybe. I think we're taking uh, more of a kind of grassroots organizing yeah. approach. Um, but yeah, really interested to see how this framework is being used Like because I think all, yeah, it's a very universalizable response to, to climate mm. change and it's really exciting to, be, to see it being used in different ways. Mm. And the international power of the Kids for Climate Strike, as mm. we saw on Friday, really shows that this is springing up everywhere and these ideas have a bedrock in different places if only we can go and uh, put them out everywhere so you mentioned uh big organizing Mm. before so what's the like if uh, people were to get like one tip for helping to get i don't know their friends or the workplace or just like enthusiastic people generally organized that you've sort of picked up in the last few years yeah. Give us give us the good What's stuff, the Chris. It's got to be one secret. I've, yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, one one of many, but the one I'd go with is giving people responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like I think with this the the idea of the green new deal has captured people's imagination so much. And what the I think the reason why our campaign has grown at the rate that it has is that we've had people get in touch, people who, you know, the founders have never heard of, never met before, um, you know, they've shown 
a commitment to the idea and a dedication to getting to work and we've said okay that's enough you know yeah. there's a lot of organizing i think that ha still happens on the left in this country that is very affinity based you know it happens in friendship groups and cliques on kind of quite strict ideological you know affinity for us you know if you're if you're down with the aims and the vision of a campaign you have the time you have the energy get involved and you know we've built we've built a strong kind of national organizing infrastructure and a national kind of network out yeah. of people who had previously maybe not been in the climate movement or not been in the labor movement or not been yeah, in yeah. either oh it's really good to hear you say that and it's really good to like talk to somebody who's who's doing that organizing and also to champion that organizing because mm -hmm. like you know we've talked to some amazing people over the last couple of days but there's always a bit of a sort of temptation to sort of focus on the people who are doing that sort of high profile work uh, which is good work you know journalism and yeah. um, academic stuff and whatnot but at the end of the day it all means nothing if it's not being like organized at the grassroots level and so yeah yeah and you know, 128 CLP submitting the motion that wouldn't have been possible without dedicated mm. activists yep. who don't write articles who don't get no. interviews they're just doing the hard work because they believe in it it's incredible. yeah yeah absolutely solid amazing a great advert for the movement Chris Saltmarsh thank you so much for joining us on TWTFM thanks for having me